Hi. Hey. Where is my brain at? We're saying hello? Yeah. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Black Girls Talking while one of them is playing Solitaire with her son's Paw Patrol card deck. I'm testing the deck to make sure that it is super fun and well equipped with all of the cards. I don't know. I also just enjoy playing solitary. So. It's it again? solitary. Why? I heard you say solitary. Freaking solitary. Wait, there's no Y at the end of it. It's just solitary. But it's the I E. So let me just solitary. E. I said what I said. All right. There's no need to get like that. Anyway. What's good, y'all? We are Robin and Danny. Or Danny and Robin. And And this is Two Black Girls Talking. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about our favorite TV shows and characters growing up. And then we're going to be talking about representation and why it matters and all that jazz. But first, uh, any housekeeping, any updates, anything they need to know? It is a really nice house. She actually made a video on her YouTube channel where you get to walk through the house and you get to see her and her kids and Mike. I make a guest appearance as your favorite sassy household domestic, so I'll make sure to include a link to that. Oh, shit, and I still need to put up that link for the Leonix website. We still need to make an ad for Leonix. There's a lot of things that need to happen. So there's that. And uh, I still got absolutely nothing. So that's always fun. She has a possible big girl job coming up. We're just waiting for I actually you. do have my second round interview on Tuesday. Thank you. So um, update the people. Acting like you don't got nothing going on. That Ooh. was the whole update. Oh. <laughs> oh, and we were supposed to be prepping for like this big ass huge ass hurricane. And then it made a U-turn. So right now we're prepping for like just rain. Maybe. And it's. We live in Florida, so, like, we get hurricane, storm, rain anytime between the hours of 12 and 3 every single day. So, like, if if you don't like being in the rain, like, if you live in Florida, you know just right off rip. If you need to go anywhere, if you plan on being anywhere, get there by noon or don't leave to go until 3. I mean, honestly, we know that after August, you got the kids starting school and the hurricanes start coming. And it's fine. Get the fuck over it. But I am upset about everybody who every time y'all hear there's going to be anything stronger than a tropical depression, you run out by 15 fucking packs of water knowing that all you do is sip on like fucking Pepsi all goddamn day. But now magically you're going to go through 500 bottles of water in two days. I don't understand it either. Like people just go into such a panic mode when they hear the word hurricane. Like I get it. Some people have been, like, very traumatized by hurricanes. Yeah. But there is no need to be starting fights on, in Walmart over cases of water. If you have five in your cart already and somebody don't have one, you can walk away. Like, it's fine. Also, like, y'all just went and bought all that damn ravioli. And any other day, you ne- Why do y'all buy all that bread? Just, like, because bread goes bad. It does. It gets stale. It- like, it has an expiration date. What sandwiches are y'all fucking making? Tuna sandwiches. Ew. Yeah. I mean, I fucks with a good tuna no, sandwich. No, tuna's, like, tuna's trash as hell. You just, 
Express. You just tuna is trash. Oh my god, it smells tuna nasty. Is the tuna juice water looking shit smells and tastes disgusting. Like ew. Well, first of all, you're not supposed to drink the juice. You're supposed to drain it out of the can before you make your tuna. So that's where you went wrong. Just saying. If the juice is in is nasty, how the fuck is it supposed to actually taste good? It tastes Anything you have to doctor up to make taste good does not taste good. There are people who eat tuna straight out of the can. Like, Mike is one of those people. I think it's gross because I need to at least put some mayonnaise in it, but whatever. Mayonnaise is trash as well. Okay, guys, I am very (laughs) sorry to inform you, but this will be the last episode of Two Black Girls Talking as I can no longer stand to be in this whole presence. That's how I feel about myself. So that's fine. You're too great of a person. I mean, I'm so full of shit. My eyes are brown. My skin is brown. I am just brown. I would like to attribute that to melanin and ancestry, but whatever, whatever makes you feel better. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You're very welcome. Awesome. So, um, into today's actual topic. Shit. Right. Yeah. So, what was your favorite show growing up? Um, I don't really remember anything that I watched prior to, like... Like, I was like, how young are we going? Like, I don't know. I don't... I don't... I know I loved Barney at one point because I had, like, the whole blanket set or whatever, but I don't remember actually watching Barney. The first show that I actually oh, remember watching... Oh, you said Barney. Like, what did you think I said? I heard Barbie. Ew. And okay, then, like, never a girly it girl, just so reminded me that my uncle, like, I think he wanted to buy a Barbie blanket set for his stepdaughter or some. He had a girlfriend and she had a daughter, so he was going to buy her a Barbie mm-hmm. set. But, like, he bought her a black Barbie blanket set. And then she said, but this is a fake Barbie set and I want wow. a real Barbie set. So, yeah. Damn. And I never That's a hard conversation. I never liked Barbie, really. I've never liked Barbie. I've never liked pink. I have never been a girly girl. I did like ripping Barbie heads off. <laughs> I would rip off their heads and take off all their clothes, and then that was all. Ma'am, that's all the interest I had in them. Ma'am, I um. Decapitation they, is a perfectly normal childhood hobby. Yeah, but that in combination with you saying that cannibalism might be acceptable under certain it's conditions, fine. like you just there's just so- oh my god. If you're look, if we go on a hike, right, and then mm-hmm. we lose a person. And we lose the food. We gotta eat the person because because I think so they would want okay? us to live. So is it only okay if they're already dead? We can't just like kill like take a vote. All right, Bobby, you gotta go. That's a little fucked up. <laughs> I would feel really bad because what if it's a blind vote and then I'm the only one that votes to eat Karen, and then Karen and I both live now. Me and Karen got beef. <laughs> well, actually, I guess if we had any any real beef, then we wouldn't be in this situation. But we have a problem. Some beef, y'all wouldn't be even there having this conversation. Okay, no, okay. As a side note, this is a throwback to our Meet the Co-host episode that we recently put up on our first Double Feature Friday, and I did mention that I am okay with murder for pay and some forms of cannibalism. That is not to say that I have ever eaten human people. Human or that people. She won't. Are there non-human people? I would hope not. Okay. I mean, that whole Area 51 thing is still up in the air. I'm just, I'm okay with cannibalism in dire situations where someone has already died and we have no other use for their corpse. Ooh, but, f- 
fun fact. Okay, so there was a British expedition that was going on a whaling trip, and then this big-ass whale fucked up the boat. So then everyone had to split into three little dinghies, and this one guy, the captain, his nephew was on board, but then they had ran out of food, so they ate the nephew. And when he went back to England, his sister was very upset. (laughs) (laughs) You ate my son? World's worst babysitter. Wow. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, no, about those TV TV shows. I remember I used to really like Barney because I remember being obsessed with Barney and the Rainbow Egg, which was like a movie special they did. Barney turned out to be a rapist. Well, child molester. Because nothing's fucking safe. But I did used to like Barney and the Rainbow Egg. Selena Gomez made a guest appearance when she was a baby. I did not figure that out until, like, a couple years ago. Actually, actually. like, most of them were either on Barney or on Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. No. no. Was it? Shit. Probably. Okay, but I never used to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. The fact is, I used to really like Barney, and I used to really like, um... Ooh, fucking Arthur was my shit. The first show that I actually feel like I legitimately watched, and the last thing I really remember, is That So Raven. That's so raven. It's the future I can see. But yeah, that's like that show. I was heavily obsessed with it to the point that like I had all of the Cheetah Girls movies. Like I was always decked out in Cheetah everything. Like I had a Cheetah book bag. I had a Cheetah purse. My blanket was about to be Cheetah print, but my mom said no. And like yeah, I was just really obsessed with the Cheetah Girls, but only because Raven was in it. And she was honestly like my idol growing up, which is why I also think. I'm very strange because she was kind of strange. But we didn't know. But she made it okay for me to be weird, and I appreciate. Let's not her blame that. that on Raven. I think I'll, I'm. I'm pretty sure she won't mind. I remember. Oh man, I lost. Way to go! You lost the game against yourself. I did. Um, what did I used to watch? I used to really like. I used to really like cartoons. I still really like cartoons. So like, I don't fucking look at me like that. <laughs> All right. Again, the side note, so we tried to record for you guys an episode about sex in which I divulged that whenever I'm about to have sex with someone, I normally put on a cartoon in the background, typically something from the Disney Renaissance era. Um, Mulan is a fan favorite for me. Also, um, be a man man and beat up this pussy. There you go. See? It makes sense. So there's that. Don't or you like, dare try to justify that weird <laughs> shit. Or like Coco. I really like fucking the Coco. Ooh, and El Dorado, which is, I think that's Pixar, which is like an, are they an offshoot of Disney? Doesn't matter. Anyways, so that's why she's looking at me sideways. But like in general, I just like cartoons. I used to really like Cyber Chase. And oh, that used to be my show. I used to really, really love Cyber Chase. I did used to really like That's So Raven. I liked, um... The show on BET with Monique and Kim something, um, Meet the Parkers, that used to be my shit. Miss Parker? Dang, mama. Like, that used to be really <laughs> my show. But I think my mom was just really big on, like, you need to watch educational shows so you can be smart. And that was, like, always a... My dad was not one to be like, hey, you're pretty. He's like, you need to be smart. Damn. Yeah. Like, my father actually has only told me that I looked pretty once that I remember and it was like we were, we were getting ready for church and I had on like white pants and I think a green shirt and my dad like randomly looked at me and was like hey 
you look really nice today. And my mom and I both stopped what we were doing. Like literally, what? What? He's like, yeah, you look really nice today. And then I almost cried. And I was like, I just have to walk out the room. And he's like, what? What did I do? And my mom's like, you never tell her that she looks nice. And he's like, oh. Well, well she does. Yeah. That's really weird. Because now that you're... Now that you said that, I, have my dad ever complimented me? Like, at least on my looks? I mean, he's like, called me smart. Or like, when I won an award, he's always like, said congratulations. But has my dad ever called me pretty? So like... Which I mean, like I appreciate. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. I appreciate it because, like, I now don't really put that high of a penchant on being pretty. Like right now, I'm going through a problem where I'm annoyed with people just focusing on my sex appeal because it's like, but there's so many other aspects to me. We but, were literally just talking about that before we started recording. There you go. But I feel like it's because my dad and my mom, especially, always put a heavy emphasis. Yeah, it's always <laughs> a heavy emphasis on like you are smart, you are funny. But every now and then, like, tell me I'm pretty. I say, all right, Trixie. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> oh, my, I used to love the Fairly Odd Parents too. See, but I I appreciated that show because I think the only black character in there is Chester, and he's the smart kid. Not Chester, AJ. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like Chester's dumb as shit and white. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> But yeah, no, AJ's the no, and um, Hulk Hulk von Hulk von Strangle, I think is black, black Hulk, and Swedish. Hulk von. The um, I figured though. Jordan, J- J- Jorgen von Strangle. J- Jorgen. He. J- oh! Yeah, and he wears the army pants, and he's I, always I like. I imagine he was Russian, not black. He's not white though, which not like are there? I, I'm assuming there's black Russian people. I mean, there's black people everywhere. Yeah, but like there's, I mean, there's like. Okay, there's black people here, and they're just like, oh, there's black people here. So like, there's, yeah, there's a level. So I think that I think Russian black people are like, oh, they make y'all. I didn't even know Dang. that shit. You must yeah. be limited edition. <laughs> <laughs> we did a special run of black Russians in 2009. There's this six is, of them. Here you go. They procreate, guys. Spread the love. <laughs> Save your species, because it's just you. But yeah, no, like I don't. It's I don't. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that Jorgen was Von Strangle? Okay, we're on a first name basis here. We're grown now. <laughs> was Jorgen? What race do you guys think Jorgen was? Or if you know for sure, don't Google it. Boy, I was about to stick <laughs> on my phone and look it up. No, he's because like I remember the key because his skin color I mean, is like he, ours. I, no. Yes. He, okay. Who are you imagining? Because he looks like no, us. No, but okay, but he's not like as dark as me or you. He's might be. Well, he might be like. Well, I'm not fucking Onyx. I, <laughs> I just I'm mean, a well-brewed cup of coffee. I mean, he might be like Mike's color. No, was, he's definitely darker than Mike. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, y'all let us know what I y'all think you think. need to see a picture of him and then you I you'll... know who you're talking no, about. No, but I feel like you're not remembering him well. I remember. <laughs> But yeah, I, I appreciate shows where they make the black character not a stereotype. Like, make us the smart one, or make us the CEO, or make us the supervisor, not the ghetto friend number two. Like, I appreciate shows that actually 
I don't know. So I was gonna say not Dijonay from the Proud Family. Yes, no, not Dijonay. But the but whole show is was, all black people. I was basically. gonna say, but then there's also Penny, and then her father was um a pursuing entrepreneur. You know who was failing all the fucking time but he never gave up. i will also say that's an accurate portrayal of what it's like to own a small business because there's I so am. many things that you have to figure out and you're not like an instant success overnight and then you also think about it like on the power family the rich guy in the show with no face is fucking like, wizard kelly wizard kelly which oh my god somebody put on twitter like my dumb ass thought i just didn't have a big enough tv i saw that <laughs> i was like shit but like I see how you could think. I can see how you could think that. <laughs> Imagine like, you get a 75 inch and you finally see his face like, oh. Huh. Imagine that's really what was going on and we're all just really out here thinking. Wow, we're just... all just broke. That's really sad. But that's also like the, the redhead girl off of the Powerpuff Girls, how you can never see the top of her oh, head either. Or like Cow and Chicken's parents, how they never had faces. Cow and Chicken. No, but what was her name? I don't know. I always want to call her Miss Katanko, but that's definitely the lady off of uh, Spy Kids. Kawada Wada? Miss Katanko. Don't make me say it again. Okay. I honestly don't know if I'm saying it correctly. Oh, yeah. You know what other show I used to really like? I fucked up again. You're always fucking up with solitaire. (laughs) Whatever. Um, Rugrats. But it turns out that my mom found Rugrats by accident. And the only reason she let me keep watching is because the day that she found it, it happened to be on a Kwanzaa special. And she was like, yeah. Kwanzaa? Oh. This kind of segues into our next topic. But, like, is it important for you to have representation? Like, have, like, the black character in the show? And especially with you, like, being bisexual, do you also feel more comfortable when there's someone who is, like, of outside of, like, heterosexuality in the show? I, it's not as important to me now that I'm an adult, but I would have really appreciated it as a kid. Which is why I find it to be so important that there's at least one person that's gay in a show. Because kids, us as adults, we already know what's going on most of the time with our sexuality. But kids nowadays, and especially with like bullying and people's self-esteem, it's just like, it's really hard to be yourself with how much like hate there is on the internet. I think the thing that I never understand about people who are like very homophobic and stuff like that is they're like, oh, let me see how to phrase this. Okay, so it's like people who are like, I just don't want my kid knowing about that since he's this young. But it's like gay people exist. Like you don't turn 18 and all of a sudden it's like, hey, you can There's gay people. There's gay people. People, men are out here sucking dicks. Women are out here eating pussies. It's wild out here. Be safe. Like, it's not like that. I would also like to say that a lot of people who are like, oh, well, I don't want them to convert my kid to being gay. First of all, anyone who's going after your child is a pedophile, not a homosexual. Mm -hmm. Like, there's two different things. Also, why are you so uncomfortable? Because, like, it's not like... That just, to me, says that if your child were to come out to you, you would be ashamed of them. And you would would find that there was something wrong with your child. See, and that's the part that makes me the most upset. Because, like, my mom did not have... Like, she didn't say, I hate you or anything like that. But she wasn't very accepting of it. And, like, we're now starting to be able to have conversations about my bisexuality and stuff like that but she still has issues accepting that it's a thing and actually I have a cousin who is a pastor and I had overheard him talking to my mom and and he sounds like a tough situation yeah but then he was like I'm not gonna tell you how to practice your religion don't tell me how to practice mine but also like 
if two people find love with each other, that's their personal business. And if God really has a problem with that, then the, he will deal with that the day that they meet their maker. But who am I to tell you that what, like who you love is wrong? Exactly. Like what, and what business is it of yours? Thank you. Cause like what my, I, what I don't understand when people say stuff like, Oh, I don't want my child exposed to that. It's just like, so what do you do when you're at the grocery store and the kid behind you has two dads? When your kid asks, why do they have two dads? What do you say? They're an abomination from the Lord. That's, no, that's not. I mean, you definitely shouldn't say that, but I know people who do that, and I just don't get it. And then on top of that, it's like, I'm <clears throat> How not... How do you even know? Well, I, I, my main thing is, like, I'm not teaching your kid how to give head. I'm not even... I don't know, it's like people say, well, don't shove that down my throat. Like, okay, but as someone who does not always conform to heteronormative standards... I always have to watch straight people having sex. Norm straight white people. I always have to watch straight white people having sex. Oh, straight white people holding hands, getting married, being affectionate. And all of that is fine. But y'all be in an uproar when a cartoon just happens to show that one male teacher married another male teacher. I'm looking at you, Arthur. I was really cool with that. Y'all keep that shit up. But everyone who freaked out about it, I'm like, but they didn't. Like, I'm pretty They're sure not- there was no sex scene in that, in that fucking show because it's for kids. It's fine. And then my thing is, it's like, People who have an issue with, you know, it being, like, in schools and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, your child is going to come across that on a, at any given moment. I'm not even going to say on a daily basis. At any given moment, you could be walking through the store. You could be, hell, going to school, taking the open house. What about that kid that's got two moms? What about that kid that's got, like, two dads? At, at some point, that... They're going to learn about it. You might as well open up the conversation while they're still young and have time to figure out on their own how to feel about it. I just feel like it's just weird the things that people choose to have issues with. Like, I remember Cheerios, um, it was like three three or four years ago because I want to say that I learned about this during my freshman year when we took media statistics and something like that. And Cheerios ran a commercial with like an M a racially ambiguous mom but then a clearly black dad and they had a lighter skinned daughter and cheerios was applauded because it was like oh there's an interracial family in the cheerios commercial like it's fucking breakfast cereal people like relax <laughs> calm down because a lot of people are like oh well i can't buy cheerios anymore why, why? because it's still you, tastes the same mixed people exist and i don't know if you know this but some some of them eat cheerios <laughs> it's fucking crazy but i just i don't people say like you know, kids being exposed to that is going to damage them or this, that, and the other. But my son is five years old. He knows mommy and daddy are a guy and a girl that are together. We love each other. He also has an auntie who's a lesbian who just got married. So there's that. He knows that grandma and grandpa are a man and a woman that are together. And then there was you and Psycho. Two girls. Love each other really weird situation it shouldn't have been <laughs> happening at all but that was neither here nor there but my son is five years old and you know what he has no type of sexual preferences right now because he has no idea what the fuck that is but <laughs> i also feel like it's we- i just think people should be more cognizant because it's like the things that you tell your kid they're they going to take that well also they tell other kids because actually I don't know if this part's going to make it into the podcast. I don't think you and I ever had this conversation. One time, MJ asked me, he was like, I think he asked me, do do I still have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. And he said, is it because having a girlfriend is bad? I'm just like, who 
who told you, you that? Who told you that having a girlfriend is bad? Because sometimes men have girlfriends, and he's like, not this articulately, because of course he's only fucking five. Mm-hmm. But he was like, but girls aren't supposed to like girls. Girls are supposed to be with guys the way that guys are supposed to be with girls. And it's like, I I am fully prepared to combat adults when they say stuff like that to me. But not children. Not children, and especially not children that I love and I care for. And then it's like, I didn't know who told him that. Like, one, it'd be I don't weird. Know who told him that. One, it'd be weird if you were Mike Diddick, because I'm like, all right. I don't, okay. I don't want to tell you some shit that goes against what your parents tell you, but at the same time, like, I also don't want you to encounter way less well-tempered people and say the exact same thing and I don't want you to grow up thinking that because if you were to say that out loud at like the store or something people will look at me and Mike like we have a problem there with you go people. so I'm like but in my what I feel like happened is that he that heard something at school I was about to say I feel like he heard that at school and now he's bringing like and because I'm like besides me and his aunt like well besides his aunt right then I'm the only one that he knows like this he's like well, why are you doing that I'm like I I and we saw how well I handled why do people murder people and why do yeah, people kidnap so that I'm was not great. I'm not prepared to explain the complexities of why people do that but at, like at the basis I'm just like well because I loved her, so we were together, and, and now we are not. And that's why I feel like when it comes to representation of like the LGBT community, it is important for it to be on TV because that's that's what your kids watch. You if you can at least normalize it in a television show, then it opens up the lines of communication amongst your parents, and your parents should be responsible adults and just explain that sometimes girls like girls, sometimes guys like guys, and sometimes girls like boys, and sometimes boys like girls. It just depends on what you like or what you, what attracts you. I feel like if you have such a strong visceral reaction to especially kids programming, showing homosexual people, then that's not like a problem that you have for your kid. That's like a personal problem with you. Exactly. And that sets the tone for your child. There you and go. then same thing with like having black people or on, on like certain shows, like the new um, Charmed. Anybody who knows me knows I love Charmed, but I like... Alyssa Milano. You like OG charmed. charmed. Yeah, I like not OG new charmed. charmed. This new charm, I could not get past the first episode. First of all, they messed up the story a little bit, which severely angered me. <laughs> and then secondly, their acting is just terrible. I couldn't watch it because it just it was horrible. <laughs> terrible. It was terrible. I just couldn't get through it. But I did appreciate the fact that they did make one of the sisters black. But I was really confused. I Maybe if I watched the whole thing, I could have figured it out. But I don't understand <laughs> how two of them are white and one of them is black. It just didn't make sense to me. And then... She's not adopted? It's not like a foster suit? Again. Maybe the lines of blood magic are different. Did not watch <laughs> far enough to know. If they explained it at some point, I didn't make it I there. I didn't make it there. But like... But if shows like... Like movies like The Conjuring... I am perfectly fine with not one black person <laughs> being in that movie. Not a one. You don't have to put me in there. No. Why? Because that sets the expectation that niggas participate in shit like that. Some, some of them do. They don't need to. And again, you are not a representation <laughs> of the entire community. You are a one-off. Your nigga senses don't work. I... I won't say that everything that I watch has to have a black person in it. However, 
I feel like shows with at least one black person do keep my attention longer. Yes. Because I'm like, oh, well, what you gonna do? So I can either say, ah, good job. Like, Bruh, what are you doing? <laughs> You're making us look bad as a whole. <laughs> like, let me think. Like, Supergirl right now, because I'm really big and I just started rewatching it. I used to like it basic, basically anyway. But it's like, I really liked it because it had a strong female lead. So I was mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah, we women, we out here running this shit. But then, of course, they were all really skinny and blonde. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but we all have vaginas, so it's fine. <laughs> then they brought the black guy in. I'm like, okay, and yes. he's not a thug. Like, he's the head. He's a photojournalist. He's the head of the department. He's running shit. He ends up taking over the company. Hell yeah. I Go James that. Olsen. But then, like, he he wanted to give the white girl. And I was like, all right, I'm cool. With inter- like, interracial love is all that. But, like, just one just give me one strong black couple that's all i really want <laughs> out of this just one and then i've yet to fucking get it but it's fine it's fine and then we they have someone on top and we have women in power there you know so i'm fine with that and then on top of that supergirl's sister alex is a lesbian and she's not like a flannel shirt softball lesbian <laughs> which i appreciate like she wears cute little leather jackets and boots and she fires guns and she does all her own stunts and then her girlfriend was like a cop and like fuck yeah Nobody's really a stud or a femme. We just out here kicking Man ass. Life. Kicking ass, taking names, fucking bitches in that order. <laughs> and I like that. So, I don't know. See, to me, like, there doesn't have to be a black person in every single show. There doesn't have to be someone who's an LBGTQ on all them alphabetical letters in every single show. Some, like, but I appreciate diversity amongst a network i like diversity that makes sense exactly there we go it it don't force it into there you place go. it like, doesn't need like to if be. the show is based in tacoma washington i don't think there's a lot of niggas in tacoma so that's cool but if you have a show that. based in atlanta and you ain't got no, no. niggas on the show you that's a lie you a, a lie because that's not even fucking possible or even in that show if that show like it for the perspective of like black people being in it like there could be like because it's atlanta i'm expecting to there, see ghetto friend number two in that one that's fine but give me also give, give me, me someone with a power role too there you go at the very least proper english Some, somebody, even, somebody. Even or a, even just a mother trying to get the ghetto girl to act right just something give give me something but i what i do think is weird is that a lot of times the people who complain about representation is because they belong to groups that are already represented so it doesn't bother them because like you never hear white people going like well there needs to be more white people on the show because y'all are like you know you're in everything if it's not on fucking bet you know you have a role somewhere in here it's fine. It's not BET. Guys. Shit, even when it's on BET, you still might have a role in there, I which I really want to talk to them about. I was going to say, didn't the lady who used to own BET uh, own BET? to a white person? No, it's owned by white people now. Okay. It's been owned by white people for a while now, actually, now that I think about it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's when I stopped watching it after I found out she sold it to a bunch of white well, people. Well, also, it mostly just became reruns of, like, Everybody Hates Chris at some point. It's like, you got to give me something else. I don't want to just watch Everybody Hates Chris. I was kind of Chris. upset when the game ended, though. I like that show. Which still had a white person. Even though the game started on CW. It did it? I don't know. I think it started on CW and then moved to BET. All I know is it was about football. And then I was so upset when Durbin got that other girl pregnant. Because I was like, but, 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 you guys. Yeah. So, like, what? 
so when you watch shows or when you watch a show what would you prefer to be represented like would you prefer for there to be a strong female lead do you prefer that there be black people do you prefer to see like people in a family setting because like i feel like um i would appreciate it if every black family wasn't broken like either, oh, like a mom and dad together in the house with the kids. Yes. Okay. That would be great. Versus like always a black single mom. Yeah. Either a black single mom or black single dad or even if it's like a circumstantial single parenting, like father died or mother died. Like why I would like to see a full black family together. But That's again, true. but my my needing representation in shows again is completely circumstantial. It depends on what the show is about like where it's located it's it's all circumstantial because again i don't need you to force a black person into a movie or into a show that it's not supposed to be there i also feel like if you're gonna put a black person in i want representation on screen but i also want equal representation off screen because it's like i feel like whenever there are some shows where they'll have a black actor but the script is clearly written by white people and it's like but all of our responses aren't the, they're not the same like there are some things that just like as a black person i experience differently so you're not going to be able to write it's just like um they did an episode in supergirl did you lose no i just realized that i've been using the joker as jack and it clearly says joker on it oh so you can't read yep yep i'm literate right now guys that's lovely but like they did an episode on supergirl where it was um Jimmy Olsen is trying to be a superhero, but when he goes to save people, they are more afraid of him than the people. Then, like, they'll be more afraid of him, the black guy trying to save them, than the white people who are robbing them. Mm. And it was about black perception, which I understood what they were trying to do. Because this episode was also about representation. There was a black little alien boy, and he wouldn't talk to any of the white people trying to help him, but he talked to Jimmy because Jimmy looks like him, and that feels familiar. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. I like that, I but I've seen it. other shows try to do episodes about representation. Like, I can tell that a white person wrote this because the thought process behind it, like the words, those, the dialogue you're giving this character to say does not make any sense. Because this just not is not how this works at all. Because you've never been followed around the store, so you don't know what that feels like. So you can't write you can about it. You can tell when it's being forced. There you go. Like, I, if, for black characters, and especially if you're going to do an episode or issue that talk to black people, then I need to have a black person write it. Or at least consult on it. Please. Just ask invite us over <laughs> just just ask us about it like, hey, read this. does this does this sound okay does, does this, this sound would, realistic? would you say this to your mother fuck no yo like on tv shows where black kids are cussing at their parents oh i'm like yo <laughs> y'all is wild i'd be dead bro you got some balls oh, like I, I i don't even want my mom listening to this podcast because i'm cursing in it like no there's just a different level of respect for authority in most black households now there you got some kids that yeah. wild out in every race there's nothing to do about that but like on how to get away with murder the the bougie black girl there's Michaela. a scene yeah okay where she's talking back to viola whose name is annalise okay annalise Annalise. So, Michaela's talking to Annalise, and originally the way that it was written was that Michaela was supposed to slap Annalise. <laughs> Thank you. And the actor, wow. the actor stepped in and was like, no. no. That's not how this works. So, I think the way they ended up doing it, Michaela was like, I tried to hit her, but then Annalise catches the hand and is like, have you lost your fucking mind? Through, like, a look. The way mm -hmm. black moms have that, what the, what the fuck you think is going on around here? 
and then throws away, and then Michaela's like, what the fuck is wrong with me? And then walks away. I'm like, all right, that's a that's mo- that's that's it's close. closer. It it gets what you guys were trying to do, but with an accurate black reaction, because I guarantee you that no no older black woman is going to sit there, especially a younger black woman who's basically she's mentoring, who's basically in that daughter role, just slap me out the blue. Bitch, no. What do you think this is? Yo, I even raised my voice at my mother, and I'm. You know what? I, I don't raise my voice at my mother. If I even started to think about raising my voice to my mother, she knows what's coming and gives me a face to shut that shit down before it even happens. Even now, as I'm getting older, I get a little bit more free and loose with the sarcasm. And there have been times my mom looks at me like, uh-huh. Excuse me? No, just, uh-huh. I'm like, you're, I'm my gonna bad. go. I'm sorry. I'm go- the number of times in my childhood that I heard, who do you think you talking to? And my response is, myself. I've lost my mind momentarily. I apologize. I'm I'm going to excuse myself, and we can we can reconvene later. We're we're gonna pick this up uh, tomorrow, two weeks from now. When do you think is enough time? You know what? (laughs) How about never? We'll just leave this alone. This never happened. What are you talking about? But not like even when I'm at my mom's house. Sometimes when I accidentally like drop a cuss word, I immediately correct myself and like bug eyed like, oh damn. Um, I mean, dang it, darn it. Like one time, my friend cussed at my mom's house and this is like we have a running joke about it now because she was like well no she didn't curse she was about to she was about to say oh shit and realize where she was mid oh and she was like oh snip <laughs> <laughs> so now it like came into like a joke where she calls me lilo and i call her snip because of that Cute. so it's just like there's a level of respect in a black home that isn't always shown in TV, and that's why I can always they always wowing on TV. That's why I can always tell when the script writers are black. I mean, are white because you just that don't happen. It's like we're not doing that. Or even if like it, that does happen in some homes, but you have to stop portraying that like that's the only way that black people operate because it's not. My household is a very like like I couldn't bring C's into my house. I could barely bring a B. Really, like they be like, we gonna let it slide, cause your last name starts with a B. So don't <laughs> don't get used to this shit, okay? You you're black and that starts with a B. That's cool. Maybe we should have made you Asian for A's. I don't know, but you need to do better. Wow, Asian for A. <laughs> like, oh my God, my friend is Asian. Her parents said that to her all the time. Like you're an Asian, not a Asian, not a Asian. <laughs> you're an Asian. Get it together. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh. C for Caucasian, which is why they get to be average and still get wow. the world. Sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to say that. I did. I meant what I said. So for our Caucasians out there, we still like you. We do. We're just... I yeah. feel like the like, if you ever really want to understand the whole, like, you have to work twice as hard to get half of what they have, I feel like you guys should watch um, fucking Scandal, the monologue from Papa Pope, because he's like, what have I always told you? And then she's quiet, like, what did I say? I have to be twice as good. Twice as good to get what? Half as much. And that's like, I heard that speech so many times as a kid. Like, I was like, <gasps> it's real. That, But it is real. Like, even at, well, mm, I'm not even going to say that because I don't know who's listening. But at a place. At a place <laughs> where there may be some employment. No, I can't even talk shit because I can't. Okay, fine. I can talk. I'm going to talk shit up from a different profession. So, like, I used to be a server. And there were a lot of times where, like, 
as it's it's like people talk to you a certain way that like they don't tip me as much because I'm black. If I like change the tone of my voice for 30 seconds, it's oh she's getting an attitude or she's doing this and I would see white servers like obviously roll their eyes but then nobody takes offense to that because they're not viewed as threatening and she's being cheeky and cute. Meanwhile, I'm just being ghetto and rude and it's like I don't understand the number of times I have to practice my phone voice and then watch as people are confused because <clears throat> She speaks clearly. Whoa. Hi, this is Robin speaking. How may I be able to assist you today? Is that all that you'll be needing? And then when they come in and they're looking at me, then I have to remind myself to go, fuck. Hi, are you looking for me? Oh, no, I'm looking for whoever I spoke to on the phone. Nah, that would be me. That's me. You spoke to me on the phone. Wow, you speak so well. As a fucking pose to what? I used to hate getting that. You're so well spoken. I speak English. It is the only language I speak. Like, I used to have people tell me, you know, you're so calm for a black girl. Or, you're so well-spoken. I'm just like, so what were you expecting? What, what, how did you think mouth? this was going to go? Like, and even my... And the, um, <laughs> <laughs> even my, I need this paycheck shit. <laughs> <laughs> even the interview for my job, because I have... A phone voice. Her name is Karen. Don't we all? You've heard her. Mm-hmm. She's a completely different fucking person. But I could see the look of shock, especially because my name is. I right, y'all. My name really ain't Danny. And so... my name really ain't Rob. We're gonna <laughs> explain that later. But this is what we use for the show because pe- some of us, Danny, is Might actually employed. <laughs> and I'm trying to be employed, so we gotta play it cool for now. Just play it cool. But like my name. Is, is very non-ethnic. Yeah, it's very average non-ethnic. white sounding name. Yes, I have a very white name. So, and even with the spelling of my name, it's just very Caucasian. So, and then when you hear me talking on the phone, I sound like I could be Caucasian. I saw the look of shock on that woman's face when I walked into the interview room because she was expecting a white girl, and here I am. And then you show up distinctly not white definitely not white and it's just it's it is amazing when you can see the shock on people's face because you're not what they expected and it's sad that that's that's still going on i got this job in 2016 so like it's it's amazing how long this type of shit goes on for I think it's also crazy just like automatically by this is like derailing from TVs or whatever, but like just the rules that apply to you as a black person versus anything else. Like my parents, when choosing my name, were just like, okay, nothing that sounds black. I mean, that is very true. Your name is very just like it could go either way. Yeah. Like my, as a joke, right? So my dad's name is Ricky and my, um, when they were get naming me, one of my cousins was like, oh, what are you going to name her? And then as a joke, my mom said, oh, Rikita. And um, the lady was like, that's so cute. And then my mom looked at my dad and was like, we are not fucking naming her that. I swear. Like, my name was actually supposed to be Tamika, which to me sounds black as hell. It does. And then, you know, God stepped in. And that week that I was supposed to get named Tamika, um, a Tamika in New York threw her baby out of a window. 
Um, there was two Tamikas for Jet Beauty of the Week. My dad opened a hair magazine. There were six different Tamikas, all spelled differently, three of which had apostrophes, which I don't know why we put punctuation in people's name, but that's none of my goddamn business. <laughs> and also, on the time during the morning show, like four Tamikas in a row called in. So my dad was like, nah, nah, nah. we're not going to do this. And every time I tell someone my name is supposed to be Tamika, they're like, that doesn't suit your personality at all. I'm like, I mean, on the inside, maybe, but not on the outside. I was about to say, like, the you that I know, Tamika, what is it? would have worked, but, like, my, my your public persona. professional persona. I was about to say your persona. No. Not and then I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have went by Tamika anyway, because it's too black. Even though we'll I still think... Tam Tam. Shut up. Oh, we will call you Tam Tam. Shut up. That's, that's my nickname for my mom. Whenever, whenever I'm happy with her, it's all oh, look what Tam Tam did. Every time she pissed me off, let me tell you, I'm not gonna put her government name out there like that. Cause I love you. You're the best Tam Tams. I swear, mom. Shit. Cause I don't call you that to your face. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, what are your favorite shows? That, like, what show made you look and go, "That's me. I feel seen." Like, I'm very. I cried watching their little um, lesbian love affair on Supergirl. Granted, I'm also a week out from my period, so I'm crying over everything. But specifically, that made me emotional regardless and what. But anyways, that's the end of this episode. It was, as always, a great pleasure to talk to y'all. And um, join us next week on Dragon Ball Z. What? That's how they do. Like, find out next week on Dragon Ball Z. Never watched that show. You didn't know that. And now this is officially the last episode of Two Black Girls Talking, because how the hell? <laughs> Anyways, y'all. Bye! Bye! Did I not raise you for better? How many times have I told you you have to be what? You have to be what? Twice. What? Twice as good. Twice as good as them to get half of what they have. Do you have to be so mediocre?